come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing the work, what work, God's work ain't hard, it's laziness, according to God's word. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guys guessed it from the title. We're going to be talking about laziness. I know it's a subject and topic, you know, you guys probably hate to hear because you probably called that all the time, but it really it, it, it's really not as bad as you think, but there are things that we can do to combat laziness. So let's dive right into this lesson. The world and the biblical meaning of laziness. The quality of being unwilling to work or use energy, basically idleness, meaning doing nothing. We can find this biblically in Hebrews 6 and 12, and it says, We do not want to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. Now, laziness is the opposite of how we see ourselves because we don't like when the word is applied to our life and our walk with God. That's just being plain and simple. Laziness magnifies our inability to live the life of strength and courage doing all things that God has called us to do. Yep, when we sit back and we're idle, we're not doing what God has called us to. We say we will do God's work later. We say we will do God's work when we have more time. We say we will do God's work when we get our, our lives together. And the one I love most that's used as a cop-out is this. Why do I need to do anything if God is all-knowing and all-powerful? I get it. I probably asked the same question when I was your age too, my young loyal listeners. I want to know the same thing. What did God need me for? This is the devil's greatest trick. Having us believe nothing we do matter. That laziness is the way to go. It is not. Watch this. Laziness impacts us in more ways than you could ever imagine. It can affect your school, your work ethic, your free time, and our ability to see and prepare for the future God promised us through the death and crucifixion of his son for our sins. See, we have to do our part. Otherwise, we, we, we lack what God has, has promised us. I want to look at some of the consequences of a lazy lifestyle. Just like when you came to Christ, you developed a Christian lifestyle. And just like now, we could have also a lazy lifestyle. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this from a biblical perspective. Proverbs 24 and 30 to 34, and you need to read these for yourself, simply says this. I'm going to summarize. Laziness results in destruction and poverty. I want you to hear that. Being lazy, doing nothing, being idle will result in destruction and poverty. It means you will fail and you won't be prosperous. You won't have finances. You won't be able to do the things that you want to do. Now, we can tie this too because Jesus also talked about this. The law of sowing and reaping. Basically, a man cannot reap what he has not sown. So if you haven't put the work in, 
using sowing and reaping, if you have not sown anything, if you have not given anything, you cannot expect to reap or get anything back. So read Galatians 6 and 7 as well. Let's look at Proverbs 20 and 4. And this is what it says. Wasting away our lives results in nothing. So when you are doing nothing but just going about your day, not having an impact, not having any goals, not looking forward to doing it, not, not trying to achieve, you are going to reap and your result is nothing. You can't get mad about that. But we find ourselves sometimes getting angry about why we can't get things, why we're not being blessed. But what are you sowing? What are, what are you doing? What part are you playing? What are you investing? So it leads me to the law of return and interest. Matthew 25 and 26. It's a story of the bag of gold. The master went away and he gave three different individuals three different pots of gold. Basically, you, you know, read it for yourself, but the story goes like this. He gave one five, one ten, and one one. And he expected to get something when he came back. That's that sowing and reaping. The one that had the one pot of gold or the one coin of gold in the pot did nothing with it. And he said to that one, you lazy. He called them lazy. So I want you to understand being lazy gets us nowhere, nowhere. And we also could look at 2 Thessalonians 3.10. And it says this, one who doesn't work doesn't deserve food. Now, another translation, you know, again, this is summarized. But if you read it for yourself, in other translation, it simply says, if a man don't work, a man don't eat. In this case, it kind of. It kind of simplifies it or, 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 or dumbs it down a little bit where it said doesn't deserve food. So basically, you will eat, but you don't deserve to be, to be fed if you're not going to work to help provide for yourself. Laziness drives us to a place of being self-centered, self-focused, and we develop a very big I mentality when God requires us to have an us mentality. Put bluntly, it's selfish and it takes no responsibility and no, no energy, and it looks to survive off the backs of people who work hard for other people. Lazy people are looking to mooch and be taken care of by other people who are working hard to provide for themselves and others. They just want to piggyback on top of that when they have all the strength and ability to do the exact same thing. See, chilling seven days to only lift a finger when it benefits you it's super appealing. I know. <laughs> you guys love to chill. But to do that day after day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a month, just chilling. I want you to know God did not create. Yeah, yeah, I got, got a little emotional here. I want you to know that God did not create you for that. God created you. He created me as one body with many members serving one cause for his glory. Which means if we are all part of one body, we all have to do our part because an arm can't be a leg and a hand can't be a foot and an eye can't be the mouth. Each part has to do their part. There can be no lazy part forming one body. Let me tell you, laziness, while it seems cool, will surely lead to depression and a feeling of failure. We all need to take a moment from the business of life to refuel it should not become a way of life, but that's something you need to do. It's not a permanent lazy break, but there are times we do take a break. One of the best ways to defeat a spirit of laziness is to seek and find God's purpose for your life. Make a plan for your future and dedicate your life 
and time in ways that pleases God. Stop being self-centered. I'm going to give you five quick nuggets. and I'm going to get out your hair. Here's how to get rid of laziness. Number one, your physical body. Take care of it. When you're feeling strong and energetic, you're ready to go out and conquer the world. But when you're feeling weak, tired, and, and ill, you don't want to do anything. It brings on the spirit of laziness. So let's take care of our physical body that God gave us because he said it. Our bodies aren't our own. It's the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in you. Take care of your body. Number two, good habits. Create yourself some good habits, some good work habits, some good study habits. Good habits will keep you motivated to succeed. So do that. Number three, live in peace with other people. Stop all this backbiting, this fighting, like I said, this hatred. Let's love one another. When we love and live in peace, we are more excited about getting out in the world and accomplishing things for ourselves and with other people and for the greater good. Number four, moving forward, stop looking back. You can't do nothing about spilled milk. You can't do nothing about yesterday. You can't do nothing about last year. You can't do nothing about four or five years ago. Let's look forward. If you're moving forward, you will always be motivated to know that today is a better day. Next week will be a better week. And I have a better chance at succeeding at whatever I put my mind to. And number five, worship. You can never forsake the fellowship of the saints. You can never forsake worshiping God because he is our strength and power. He gives us the ability, the strength and energy so that we won't be lazy. God did not build us, create us or make us to be lazy. And I close with this statement. It's really hard. Well, let me take that back. It's really not that hard to break the spirit of laziness. It's not at all. Here's why. Because Jesus has agreed to walk with us on our journey. And as long as Jesus is walking with you, you can make it through anything. So let's stop being lazy and put on the spirit of energetic life that we will bring others to the kingdom of God. In summary. The importance of ending laziness in your life. I will close with this prayer. Father God, we thank you for this day, a day that we have yet to see and you saw fit that we would rise in it. Forgive us from all our sins, thought, deed, or action that is hindering us from boldly walking in what you have called us to and according to our purpose and potential to further your kingdom. Protect our minds, heart, body, and soul against the spirit and life of laziness, sloth, sluggishness, bad study habits, work habits, and neglecting our physical bodies. Illuminate the sources of laziness in our lives which are holding us back. Please free our minds from any thoughts of laziness that blocks our ability to see and fully believe in you. Allow us to work as unto you, Lord, here on earth for your honor and your glory as we strike down and break the hold that laziness have on us. In Jesus' name, amen. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques since used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennett's. But Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.